you would think that like struggling with addiction and stuff like that, struggling with pornography use, that'd take you like away from God. And, and you're right, it does. But it's when you're in those like trenches of life and you turn towards God that he shows himself. Welcome to Bullish, where we talk about the journey and process to build ourselves and companies into multi-billion dollar people and brands. Currently, my business and investment funds have done tens of millions in revenue. And this is the documentation of the journey to scale to the billion dollar realm. All while we give back and do good in the world. My name is Bridger Pennington and welcome to Bullish. Let's say you're good with porn. You're listening to this. Yeah. You're fine. But you you have a spouse that might be struggling with it, maybe mm -hmm. not, mm -hmm. um, or people in your life that might be struggling with porn. What would be your advice or counsel to someone in that situation? Yeah. I think the first thing to understand here is that spouses and loved ones of people who view pornography often suffer from something called betrayal trauma. And so what this is, it's, it's symptoms are really similar to PTSD, right? You've got like um, body dysmorphia, you've got like anxiety, uh, fear, you, you have like eating issues, just like all these like trauma symptoms that are very real. And, and what betrayal trauma is, is essentially it's when someone close to you, someone that you're intimately connected with, like a spouse hmm. struggles or sorry, like a spouse um, breaks trust with you especially repeatedly. And so you see this when people like struggle with infidelity, when they have like affairs and stuff, but also when someone is viewing pornography, which is like sexuality and like intimacy between like a husband and wife, between like people, that's like a very vulnerable and trusting time. And so if someone is going to viewing pornography and they're lying to you about it, that like really breaks trust. And so they're gonna deal with often betrayal trauma. Mm, and yeah. so if you are that person, what you need to recognize is that if you're feeling like, if you're having a difficult time, if you're feeling uh, like anxiety, if you're worrying, like what is like my spouse doing like right now? Like, are they viewing pornography, all this stuff? Uh, what you're feeling is like, it's real, it's normal. Uh, and it, you can get help and you can like receive support from that. And the best thing that I would say is, is to go get support from someone, get help, learn more about what you're going through um, and like take care of yourself first and foremost. Hmm, yeah, interesting. Um, yeah, on that same thread of, I, I, what'd you call it again? Betrayal? Betrayal trauma. Betrayal yeah. Because you've been like betrayed, yeah. right? Betrayed. What you mentioned is- Which the, sounds dramatic. The biggest piece of this is the distrust that it creates between you and exactly. the spouse. Exactly, yep. Um, the trust factor is massive. Yeah. Um, which I think is just, yeah, fascinating about all the mental things that, that happen because of pornography. Yeah. I mean, you probably heard about, uh, you probably know the statistics better than I do, but um, <clears throat> I believe like Ted Bundy when he was in the, you know, Ted Bundy is a serial killer. They, totally. they interviewed all the people that were in the in yeah. the place for these yeah. terrible killings and crime, and all, all of them, 100% viewed pornography at a young age and were addicted to pornography. Yeah, and which what ultimately led them to be serial killers and other totally. things. These cra kind of crazy outlier people. They all stem back, and it was like 100 out of 100 viewed pornography regularly yeah. Yeah. as kids and throughout their life, which is pretty interesting. Wow, that's crazy. Um, and so it has real world effects. I think when people say it's oh, it's just whatever, like it's not that big of a deal. It doesn't hurt anybody, it's just me. Uh, what would you say to someone that says that? Yeah, it's not It's not victimless. And and here's something else to consider. If you view pornography, you bridge review pornography, you will have like body image issues. Like you you will not feel good about your body. Mm. But the crazy thing is that so will your wife, okay? Mm. And so you need to consider that. Like I said, like your relationships will suffer from this, even if your spouse doesn't know. Like you will not be able to be fully present, fully vulnerable, fully intimate with your spouse if you're viewing pornography. And then like I mentioned, I mean, the industry itself is just rife with human trafficking and abuse and coercion and stuff like that. And so 
when you are viewing pornography, even if you're not paying for it, you are supporting an industry with your views, with your clicks, with mm. your like website traffic. You are you are building a multi-billion dollar industry just by viewing it. And I, I don't want to shame someone for viewing pornography because I did I spent years of my life viewing pornography. Yeah. So you're not a bad person. You're a great person, a wonderful person with so much potential. Um, but like the truth is it, it is like building an industry that's that's harming people from top to bottom. Yeah, that's so interesting. I think uh Oh, you always talked about this a lot. The at least yes. the trafficking side of industry. Yeah. Yearly annual income is more than the MLB, NBA, and NFL combined. They yep. make more money than all That's three crazy. combined mm -hmm. per year. Yeah. Which is just bonkers. Uh the the yeah. type of just dollars that are spent in this industry. And it's supported yeah. by views and clicks. Yeah. Um, people don't I don't think realize this much until you get on social media, like mm -hmm. how much a view matters. You yeah, think it's just yeah. free and like the time you spend watching a video, mm -hmm. even if you left your phone just open. Yep. Like the algorithm learns and promotes that creator hmm. because of the views. And so That's my crazy. wife, actually, it's funny. I, um, I, me and my wife talk about this all the time. Like she has people on sometimes and we've gotten better at this, but there's people on social media you kind of hate sometimes. Right. And this is bad. I shouldn't say this, but I, I've tried to be like, oh, I can't believe this person. They're posting this dumb right. thing and you're again. you're like watching their but you videos. Watch, yep. And you're yep. like, it's like uh, the Kardashians or whatever, whoever totally. that name is. But like, you like, you're like, oh, they're so, they're so ridiculous, but you watch. Right. And I kept telling my wife, I'm like, you gotta stop, stop watching. watching. If you actually like are mad or think their mm -hmm. post is dumb, like literally unfollow, delete, like show the algorithm that you dislike this post. Totally. Which actually now on most platforms you can say like I'm not interested in this post. Right, right. I do that a lot now. Yeah. If there's a creator that I think I actually there's a number of creators in my brain that I think do evil, like yeah. on social media. Yeah. Totally. They actually do evil, and yeah. it really bugs me. Mm -hmm. And uh, I got I got I kept getting so mad. And finally, I was like I, I actually need to. I need to like either unfollow and or say I'm not interested in these posts and like show the algorithm that I don't like this content. Yeah. Because the problem is the more we talk about it and comment and argue in the comments, like one of the best posts you can possibly do is a post that just riles up both sides. Totally. And you get thousands of comments. We had a post um, just barely, I got I think 1.5 million views oh, wow, on Instagram. Nice. Mm -hmm. I can't, I don't know, tens of thousands of comments. And it was a very, I didn't even realize it became a very politically heated debate. Oh in the my comments. gosh. The comments are hilarious, dude. People yeah. are just at each other's throats, like huge threads. I don't know who these people are that spend all this time on social media, but yeah. I was like, wow, what a great post, right? Very mm -hmm. controversial. And But mm -hmm. then I was like, huh, who am I else doing that to content creators, things that I don't like? Totally. Views matter a lot. Totally. Um, yeah, which is pretty significant on social media. So yeah. what you promote, what you watch really matters. Hey, hey, you guys, Bridger here. Hope you're enjoying the show. Now, as you know, on this show, we never run ads on this show. I just think ads are annoying on podcasts. So the only way this podcast grows though is by word of mouth. So if you have someone in your life that this would be useful to, that they would benefit and help their life, please go out and share this with them. It's the only way this podcast grows. So thank you guys for listening. So different topic. Okay. Uh, you guys live on a farm. We did, yeah. What was what was that? What was the thought process behind that? Was this this what made you move out there? What made you want to be on a farm? What was all this about? Yeah, well, like you, I'm from Utah. We lived here our whole life. I yeah. never ever saw myself leaving because I love Utah. I'm like an outdoors guy. I love uh, like jeeping, go like to Moab. We've got like five national parks here. Yeah, I have no reason to leave. I love snowmobiling in the winter, skiing, stuff like that. Um, but my wife, like two two and a half years ago, just had this idea. Like we went to Florida, and we were just kind of looking around there, and we're like, I wonder like like what it would be like to live out here. Mm. And we came home and she like jumped on Zillow and was like, I think we should like move outside of Utah to like another state. And I was like, why would we ever do that? Mm, yeah. But she's like, I want to get like a farm. And we had um, just had like our second child at this point. They're both boys. And my wife's like, I, I want them to have like land to like play on. Mm. And I want to have like chickens and goats and ducks and stuff like that. And I was like, we're never doing that. Right. Yeah. But 
she, I've learned this since this time about my wife. Uh, when she has something that she wants to do, she's going to do it. And like, mm -hmm. I am not going to stand in the way of that. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. She's like a force to be reckoned with. And um, so we, we were on Zillow and we decided, all right, let's do it. Let's move. Let's yeah. get at least two acres. Let's go somewhere. And so we were, went on Zillow and we, you know, we were looking for like two plus acres, four bedrooms, two bathrooms in our price range. It was a needle in a haystack. Like at mm -hmm. any time there was like two houses in the United States that met what wow. we were looking for. And like, yeah. we wanted to be like close to like Target, Wal uh, like Walmart, Costco, you know, like yeah, still have civilization, not in yeah. the middle of nowhere. Cause they yeah, were like yeah. place in the middle of nowhere. Um, and like, we work with real estate agents and they'd be like, what you're asking for is like impossible, you mm -hmm. know? And it was a time when like a house would pop up the next day, there'd be like a thousand, like, uh, whatever they call it, like <laughs> a thousand people offers yeah. on it. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, but we looked for like months and months and months, one popped up and like we made, we'd made several offers up to this point, but we made an offer and ended up in South Carolina, which we had no intention of going there, but we ended up like, um, like I said earlier on, on six acres, we have a, like a pond that's like an acre big. Wow, and cool. um, we have like four chickens, two ducks, two geese, dog, two boys. Yeah. Um, it's been a blast. That's cool. Do yeah. you want to raise your kids on a farm? Like your whole, I don't know, through high school and through like the whole thing. What do you guys I don't think? Know, man, we, we have no like long-term plans. Like we are just living by the, like flying by the seat of our pants right now. And like, mm -hmm. it has been the funnest adventure. It's been amazing. Katie and I have gotten closer. Mm -hmm. Our kids have like grown up so much there and um, we'll stay here for a while. Like, I don't know how long it's going to be. But I'm like really grateful that we're doing yeah, this. Yeah, that's cool. I'm glad that we didn't just think about it for the rest of our life, right? I'm glad Katie took action and we like yeah. made it happen. Did you see that video? It went viral talking about people that own chickens. Mm -mm. You heard about this? No. So it was like <laughs> people who own chickens. Uh -huh. He goes, chickens are a gateway drug to conspiracy theories. Oh my god! And he's like, if you own chickens, <laughs> it means you somewhat distrust the food system a right. little bit. Right. 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 And if you distrust the food system a little bit because mm -hmm. you want to have your own food, totally. you probably will start looking at the pharmaceutical industry and you'll start <laughs> distrusting all the stuff that's yep. happening in the pharmaceutical industry yep. with drugs and all the stuff that's happening there. Mm -hmm. And if that happens, you see the tie with the political system mm -hmm. and how corrupted the political system is because it's integrated with the big pharma and the oh food industry. Gosh, this is and it, 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 it kept is, going on and all these, all these, and then you'll start distrusting this. And it went this whole thing. He's like, so if you own chickens, like it's a gateway drug. And I was like, that's pretty interesting. And all the people that I know that own chickens, like totally down that path. And I'm kind of on that path too. I'm like, man, I don't trust anything, dude. Me yeah. and my wife are, we're actually, we've been talking about buying land or getting yeah. like, we want to get, you know, farm fresh food. I just don't trust yeah. a lot of the food or thing that's, that we're getting just from the supermarket. I just totally. have begun to distrust like everything. Totally. And um, it's like, man, that'd be really nice to just have your own patch of land and sun and yeah. your own chickens, you know, like, what's where the food's coming from like you totally. know who touched it and who processed it totally. and that's yeah, pretty cool it's yeah awesome. maybe i'll come by buy some acres next to you yeah we'll i'm neighbors. i'm early in like that gateway drug like i'm i haven't like adopted all of that yet like definitely i agree with you everyone who's like in that realm like they are like they've gone down that road there's a little sense in the back of your brain like <laughs> yeah. i don't know if i fully trust like yeah, what's yeah. going on totally you know? man totally yeah and but it's funny though like i i feel like we get like half of our eggs to our house because like my kids always like pick them up. They love like getting mm, eggs, right? Yeah. And I'd say like 50% make it to like our, our like kitchen, right? Like they drop <laughs> they them, get, they throw yeah. them at each other, like <laughs> yeah. whatever it is, you know? Yeah. So. Oh, that's awesome. Well, what a cool thing. Um, yeah, we'll see what, you know, you have to walk us through raising, raising two boys. Are you guys, I'm planning, you're planning to have big, you guys done? Keep, keep going. What do you yeah, guys think? Yeah, we'll keep going. Yeah. I think we'd love to land at like four or five. We set out to like have a big family. Um, yeah. We'll see like how that turns out, but we'll have a few more. Definitely. Yeah, that's cool. It's kind of funny. There's a lot of people online talking right now about like that concept of like, let's go get land. Let's go get a farm. Like yeah. it's like kind of a trend happening right now. And it's totally. cool. You guys like the trendsetters already out there. Um, 
but it's a it's a pretty cool way of life. They say 90% of millionaires were made through real estate, but did you know that over 93% of billionaires are made through private equity or funds? Now, my name is Bridger Payton. I'm the founder of three different investment funds. We help hundreds of people around the world launch and scale their very own funds. Funds like property buying funds, hedge funds, debt funds, private equity funds, venture capital funds, funds that can go out and change the world. So if you're curious about launching your very own fund, we're actually hosting a three-day launch your fund challenge. We're bringing some of the top fund managers around the world, multi-billion and even deca-billion dollar fund managers to come and teach and coach on how to start and scale your very own fund. Now, the best part of this whole challenge, I'm a big believer in decentralizing Wall Street, helping more people understand this education. I was the beneficiary of having an amazing dad and brother that both work and manage their very own funds. So we're doing this completely for free. This is a three-day challenge to get your fund, the thesis built to see if and explore around funds and actually ultimately launch your fund, raise capital, and help you figure out this entire game. So if you're interested, click link down below and I will see you guys inside. How, um, so through all this, how has your wife dealt with first off being on social media? Yeah. You know, I've seen her, her on some of your videos. Um, yeah. does she like first off having your guys' face and name on social media, talking about pornography mm-hmm. and secondly, dealing with, obviously you mentioned your past as well. Yeah. Walk me through your wife's role in all of this and yeah. how, you know, she's helped you and been with you through this. Yeah. I'll say my wife is amazing. Uh, the best decision I ever made in my life was marrying her. Um, she has like helped me become like everything that I have become. And I know that she'll help me like achieve my potential. Um, she's been so forgiving. And so she's just stuck with me this whole time. Right. And like, she saw in me like what I could become, even when I was like struggling, even when Mm -hmm. I was like in the depths of like my addiction with pornography. Um, Katie is a big reason that I started like this Instagram account um she had like some uh, she had some experience with like Instagram and like reels and stuff like that and like she coached me in like my early days and what happened is the way that Instagram is like designed a lot of our followers from early on until now were women and like Mm -hmm. that's just how Instagram is in a lot of ways um but like a big percentage of our followers were women and so early on I was like babe why don't you come get on like reels with me. Why don't you talk about it? Like mm. women are following us. They want to know like about this stuff. Mm, and so yeah. she has become my partner in this. And we were doing this like fully together. Um, and Katie is an amazing resource for women. Like she knows how to connect with women, how to like, um, how to see like what they're struggling with, what they're dealing with. And she spends hours every day online, sending voice messages, calling people totally for free to like help people who are struggling with this. So it's been like the best adventure doing this together with her. Do you guys get a lot of hate? Yeah, we do. Do you? Not like a ton, but like it surprises me that like, it, it's not like I would expect people to be like, hey, like pornography is not a huge problem. I don't know why you guys are talking about mm-hmm. this, but like people just like, they're like, you guys are ugly. <laughs> or like, oh, really? this is just stupid. Like... And like, I mean, that's yeah. like superficial. I don't yeah, care about yeah. that. But then like people will be like, um, like, you guys are like 10 years old. Like, why are you talking about this? And like mm. dumb stuff like that. And I'm like, bro, like just move on, you know, yeah. like who stops on Instagram to throw hate? Like, I don't mm-hmm. get that. Like, I would just never do that. But like, we see that all the time mm-hmm. and it blows my mind. But uh, we've gotten a ton of good feedback though. Mm-hmm. And like, we've seen clearly like people are out there struggling and like, we're doing a small part in like helping them, but like people need this. Yep. People need to hear about this. Yeah. I think anytime you put yourself out there, you're going to get actually anyone yeah. that does anything significant in this world in history. Yep. Got a lot of hate for it. I love a it. A lot of hate. I it lets you know you're successful. Lot. Like it, it lets you know you're doing the right thing. Name one person in history that didn't get a, t- like, not even totally. just a little bit, a lot of hate. Totally. Almost half the people did not agree with what they were doing. Totally. But it was something that we now look back at this, you know, Martin Luther King or, mm-hmm. you know, George Washington, whoever the figure totally. was, like, 
most people actually didn't agree with what we were doing, but they stuck to it and, you know, turned the haters into their motivators. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, which is great, but I'm, I'm grateful you're for your account, what you guys are doing. And I'm just so happy you came on today. Um, last two questions. Okay. And we'll roll out of here. Um, second to last, how can people follow you? What's the best, what's your Instagram account name? How can people find you? What's the best place for content and just connect with you? So our Instagram account is called upward, inward, outward. It's a super long name, but the reason is because we believe that like, if you turn upward to like God, to a higher power, turn inward, like fix yourself, then Mm -hmm. you can turn outward and like help others and like also connect with others. And that's a huge process and part of healing. So upward, inward, outward, it's on Instagram. You can go there. You can access our website from there. Mm. Um, we got a, we've got a lot of like resources on there, free resources. Like I've created a guide for like quitting pornography with like a, a framework that I've developed. Katie's got resources for women, for spouses. She's got like a full comprehensive course and like coaching community programs, stuff like that. We do coaching, we do uh, free group calls, tons of stuff like that. So check us out on Instagram. Our website is um, upwardinwardoutward.co. And uh, yeah, we'd love I to love hear it. from anyone. So upward, inward, outward.co. Mm-hmm. I love it. Sorry, this is, I'm adding another question to our to the bonus round okay. here. But um, upward, talk to me about God, God's role yeah. in this, about someone overcoming, not maybe just not porn, but addiction in general. Yeah. What have you seen? You've worked with a lot of people, God's role in this. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, my relationship with God you would think that like struggling with addiction and stuff like that, struggling with pornography use, that'd take you like away from God. And, and you're right, it does. But it's when you're in those like trenches of life and you turn towards God that he shows himself. And like anyone, I anyone like listening or watching the show that is struggling, not even with addiction, but just struggling in their life. If you like hit your knees today and you pray to like a higher power, to God, like even if you don't know who that is, I, like, I promise you, you will feel something. Mm. And my journey has shown me that not only does God like help me like get through kind of addiction, help me um, heal, but he can make me better for it and turn weaknesses, these huge weaknesses that I had in my life into strengths. This is like pornography was one of my biggest weaknesses, one of my greatest, um, I was most embarrassed about this, like more than anything, right? And now it's something that I, I go online and I share about every day. And that's because God has helped me become the person that I am and become someone who says, my past doesn't define me and I can help you do the same. And mm-hmm. so to me, God is everything. He's the strength, he's the light of my life, and and he's the reason like I do this. Wow, that's so cool. Yeah, I have a, a couple friends yeah. that recently um, quit just huge addictions uh, towards cool. substance addictions. Wow. And bo- both said God's influence was the one thing. They tried to quit for years. Yeah, And it was until they turned to God that was the thing that really pushed them over the edge and gave them the power to overcome and totally leave all Absolutely. the stuff they're doing before, which is, just phenomenal. Yeah. I think this is a testament for people listening to, to see Matt as someone who turned your, I'd say, turned your mess into your message. Hmm. You turned your that. problem into actually what is your greatest strength Yeah. and publicly is doing that. And so if anybody's listening to this, that needs that tap on the shoulder, there's probably yeah. something that's been nudging you for a while that you need to share. Mm-hmm. You need to talk about you. Need, and we live in a day and age where it's a pretty much free to yeah. just create an account and start posting. But the biggest hurdle is ourselves with like yeah. going on between our ears. Well, yeah. that oh, thing yeah. that's nudging you, I would encourage people listening to this to to go take that step because people mm-hmm. like Matt have gone out now and impacted hundreds and thousands, maybe tens of thousands of people mm-hmm. in this space. Yeah. And it's it's pretty cool. Uh, final question. Okay. Um, if this is your last interview, you're going to die tomorrow. This is what the world remembers you for. Um, you know, I, I love, I like to read scripture, ancient texts. 
a lot yeah. of them, the, if you read the dying testimony of people, oh, yeah. it's usually it's the best, best content totally. of like the entire book is like what yep. they say right before they died. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a great uh, place to just find really valuable content. So this is kind of your last testimony or, or thought or something that was shared with the world. What would it be? Listen to your conscience. And what I mean by that, to me, my conscience is also how God speaks to me, right? Mm-hmm. But even if you don't believe in God, listen to your conscience. Like it, it will guide you in the right way. And when people struggle with like, and I'm not saying in like clinical depression or things like that, when people struggle a lot of times with like, like depression and anxiety, stuff like that, it's because they're not listening to the voice in their head, they're, like their, their thoughts, like they're not living according to their conscience. Mm. But when you can do that, when you can live a life of integrity, of humility, of like consistency, and you live according to your conscience, you can like achieve your fullest potential. And I've absolutely seen that. And that's one of the dangers with pornography is it keeps you from living like your conscience. Cause you know, every time you're viewing it, you're like, I shouldn't be doing this, mm. but you keep doing it. When you can break away from that, like your potential is limitless. So mm. listen to your conscience. I love it. Yeah. Matt Davis, everybody go follow Matt online. Go ch- check out his videos. Thank you, Matt, for coming on today. Yeah, thank you so much. Hey guys, hope you're enjoying the show. If you're someone that wants to learn more about alternative investing, private equity, hedge funds, venture capital, we just created a brand new group on Discord that all of our Wall Street Rebels around the world are joining. It's called the Wall Street Rebel Insider Community. Go check it out down below. It's an amazing group. I go live in there. We do calls. I do all sorts of AI bots and terminal things and all sorts of cool stuff. So go check it out.